What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We are back for another jam value packed episode here, 161. As always, we start off with our fun little chop up. Tim and I kind of catch each other up on our daily lives. What's going on? I talk about some funny driving instances. Got to give props when they are due, which is very rare on the road. So we go into it, talk about some interns at the gym. Yes, we got them. They're awesome kids. Uh, Talk a little bit about how they're helping the business. And then uh, I go through another CrossFit competition I have coming up to help feed the homeless. Uh, With business talk, business has been picking up. I talk about some differences I'm taking in terms of marketing strategy, who I'm going to reach out to for for coaching and CBD, kind of a little bit of everything, a little more consistent with my content as well. Go through some career tips. I give two major tips on what to do for weight loss and honestly, just overall uh, healthier lifestyle and finish with book talk, talking authenticity from Gary V's Crush It. Tim, what do you got for us today? Yeah, great episode today. Uh, I give a little update on my business and a huge milestone that's going to be a pretty big tipping point for my business. And I I describe what that is and what I've been doing to kind of build up to that and then what's going to happen after I implement that. So you can find that out there. Um, And then I get a lot of questions from people who um, struggle in interviews or want to do better in interviews or presentations. Um, So I give you like a very simple blueprint process on how to nail every single interview answer, how to answer them well, how to appeal to the interviewers, how to influence them and kind of get them to your side and, and, and convince them to hire you on the spot. Uh, and then lastly, um, I talk about uh, you incorporated uh, the book by Harry Beckwith and talk about like what people value and, and what people what people buy and how you can use that, whether it's in your your business, whether um, you're trying to sell a product or service, whether you're trying to sell yourself in your job. Um, I tell you what you can kind of do to um, to appeal to people um, and what they value. So yeah, without further ado, I know you guys are going to get a ton of value from this episode, both from a career standpoint, but also from a health and fitness standpoint, from a nutrition standpoint, um, and just laugh a little bit with us. I know you guys are going to love it. So episode 161, talk to you guys soon. So I just had to make a whole new GarageBand template. Ah. I don't know why, but our last ones kind of shit out on us. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. Add technical troubleshooting skills to the resume for you. Dude, I guess. Yeah. I I mean, I'm basically getting like an MIS degree with recording industry studies all in like a couple years time. There you go. Didn't have to pay shit. We learn as we go. You, you never know when that skill may be needed later in life. Dude. You never know. Yeah, I I never thought I'd be into having to learn so much about recording equipment. Yeah. But, but here, here we, we are. are. Here we are. How are things going with you, man? Dude, good. I uh, On my way over, I had a funny instance. So you ever, like, when you're driving on the road, give props to someone who did something really good at driving? Oh, yeah. So me and another person were each trying to make lefts coming from opposite directions, crossing like four lanes, and there was a break in the traffic. They had their signal. I had mine. We each knew where everyone was going mm-hmm. and shoo, just skated right on by. And I was like, yeah, good fucking driving. Good yeah. job. Go you. But there's like one of those for every 10 terrible drivers. 
Oh, yeah. No, I think that the key to driving is being able to predict what stupid drivers are going to do. Defensive oh, driving. Oh, good, good luck. Yeah. yeah. See, because I'm an aggressive driver as it is. Yeah. Like, just <clears throat> used to drive in Chicago to high school, so I'm just used to having to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. Indiana, they're way too nice of drivers. Yeah. Like, I appreciate you trying to let me go, but at a certain point, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Just keep keep it moving. Yeah. Or a really good parallel park. You see one of those, you got to, like, give the wave. Yeah. Like, oh, great parallel park, bro. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing that I've loved the most ever since I started my own business is the fact that I'm not making a regular commute to Mm. work. So now I calculate when I'm driving during the day. I know which times of the day to drive to where I need to drive to avoid traffic. Yep. And the amount of time that's that's saved me over the past year just being able to do that. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about timing, man. Yeah, if if I'm at the office... And I either coach or take the 4.30 to 5.30 class. I know I need to wait till like 6, 6.15 before I head home. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. Like I'll eat, I'll do some work, whatever. But I'm with you. You, gotta, you know the times. Mm-hmm. And then on Friday, it's kind of a crapshoot between like 2 and 4. You never mm-hmm. know. Because no one works a full day on Friday in Indianapolis. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, other than that, man, we got, speaking of the office, we got some interns now. Oh, really? We have interns, yeah. What do they do? Um, So most of them are marketing. They're putting on events. Um, One guy is doing like video stuff too. So there's four different interns, but most are marketing-ish in some Mm -hmm. aspect. Um, I think maybe one... No, I don't think I don't think any of them are like Kinesio or anything. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, they're super fun. Some go to IEPY. Or I think all of them. And it was funny. I was out with Marquise a couple weeks ago, and we're at Brothers watching some ball. And uh, this kid comes up. He's like, "All right, so and so, you had this and this." I'm like, "I was like, holy shit, Maddie!" And he goes, "Hey, what's up, man? It was one of our interns <laughs> working at Brothers." And I was like. Bro, when are like what nights are you here? So he's like, Yeah, I'm practicing to be a bartender. I was like, Man, when you're tending bar, you let me know and I'll come through. Yeah. I was like, I'll get that heavy handed pour, my man. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, yeah so the, the more bartenders you know the better. Dude, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Key connection. Another one's in wholesaling. So I think he and I are gonna get lunch because I wanna get back into that. Okay. I learned about it, then didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, so we got some got some cool kids. I uh, got two men, two women um, just through the summer, but it's cool. They can like see how their work actually impacts a business. They're not in some corporate cogwheel where mm-hmm. uh, is what I'm doing really going to help. Mm-hmm. They get to see like Monica, the business owner, every single day mm-hmm. and how what they do matters. So that's kind of cool. They were talking to me about that one day and um, – some are trying the Simply Nano too. Like mm-hmm. I, I use it after I work out. Like, oh man, my legs are sore. It's like, here, try this. Like, oh, it smells good. Everyone loves how it smells. Mm-hmm. You love how it smells. Yeah. Would you say Fruity Pebbles? I Yeah. It smells it, like it, Fruity it, Pebbles. It reminds me of Fruity, Fruity Pebbles, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been playing a lot more tennis lately, like two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my body's not used to that type of movement right now. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm going to find the article, but uh, a group of medical research researchers Research like what's the best sport for longevity, mm-hmm. and they said tennis. Tennis. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can play that. It's, it's like not. It's not contact, older. but it's like 
it's like anaerobic or it's aerobic anaerobic what's the difference where you're like run, you're aerobic. running yeah aerobic and then you just stop mm. and then you and then you yeah go, but you run and then you stop yeah so that's the best sport for it but anyway yeah i've been playing a lot more lately and i've been wearing like shoes that aren't really meant for tennis and i've been cutting back and forth so i've been having a little bit of like ankle swelling not mm. like major not like anything painful or anything but like it like swell a little bit at night yeah uh so yeah i just use some of the the simple nano that you gave me and damn it's good stuff. I, I want to get back out there right now. I played this morning. It, I, I want to get back it out. It really is. I use it three times a day. Yeah. Like, and you know me, I'm an ingredients whore. Uh-huh. Like, if there's artificial flavors or sweeteners, I'm probably not going to do it. Mm. But uh, yeah, I love it, man. Three times a day on a good day or good. bad day. Yeah, that's how it should go on a bad day. Yeah. 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 Recover um, is key. Yeah, whether it's that. Or it's buying yourself a foam roller and, and rolling out all your... really is, man. Yeah. yeah, people... Like, the workout's the easy part. Yeah. Even if the workout is brutal. Like, mm-hmm. the recovery is is everything outside of working out, which people fuck up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's not like not like blatantly, but mm-hmm. people don't know what they don't know. And I'm... Look, I'm not always the best on sleep. Yeah, I'm up late working. I'm up early working. Like, you know mm-hmm. how it goes. Yeah. Gotta live the style right now. Um, yeah. But... You know, and I'm it gives st- you an excuse to listen to podcasts too. Yeah, if you need to recover, like if you need to stretch out or whatever. Oh, like, for sure. Like you're not, you're not looking at your phone, so you might as well listen to something or like, do something valuable while you're doing it. Yeah, today I'm just gonna get mobile, maybe go on a walk, do some light band work, and, and that's gonna be it for me today. Mm-hmm. So you know, you don't always have to thrash it, but yeah, good recovery, man. And yeah, if you're gonna foam roll, stretch after you roll out. Yeah. So other than that, um, I know we'll get into business in a little bit, but I have another CrossFit competition in September. Oh, yeah? It's called Strength in Our Streets. Um, yeah, it's to help fundraise money for uh, or fundraise for Wheeler Mission. Mm-hmm. So going to help feed the homeless, and it's a huge comp. Like, it's up at Grand Park. Oh, okay. And cool. it's teams of 10, and there's already like 30 teams, 30-something wow. teams. of just awesome. like. People competing. Can, can people actually like come and watch you? Yeah. Unlike the last competition, where you can yeah. only bring one which, spectator. Which I should have just told people to show the fuck up because that's all that happened. Yeah, like, Jim like, was. What, what are they? What are they going to tell people? Like, hey, like you can't come out here and support your friend. No. Go home. No, it was no. That was <laughs> stupid. Um, but yeah, but yeah, this date. one, dude, Grand Park. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Like when that's a it? huge uh, September. Is it like the seventeenth? Maybe. I need to double check the date, but I know it's like mid September. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a big one. There's going to be really good teams. I'm just going to mark that week. Just to appreciate that. I think I'll double check. It's a Friday. Saturday. Okay. It'll 18th. be a Saturday. I yeah. think so, but I'll double check. Um, actually, I have a laptop in front of me. Into the I'll, calendar it goes. All I'll right. look right now. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, let's see. But this is your second one that you've done? This will be my second Second. Okay. Yep. Um, Good. Let's see. Um, yeah, September 18th. All right. Cool. Oh, God, I'm good. So, yeah, that'll be my second comp. Um and then there's another one October, but I don't think I'll do it. Like, just back-to-back months for me, I just need a little break. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Teams 10, there's going to be – so there's some really good local gyms that they're sending people to the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they're there to work on. 
and you know some other people on the team were telling me this. I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> maybe they smoke us. Maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. A- any given day, and so a month out leading up to it, like I'm going to go on a strict prep, like no booze, like nothing like that, because I just want to see like what can we do. Yeah. Even if it's top ten, that'd be kind of dope. Yeah. But any given day, like we got some killers on our team, man. Yeah. Like, we got some some real killers. Good man. Can't wait so, to watch you in action. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I'm. I mean, you see me get competitive at pool, like. Yeah. <laughs> here I'm gonna go to a very dark. Oh place. wow! You get more competitive. Very than that very than dark pool. place. Damn. Because like I know. And there's other people that would be like, oh, yeah, me too. But, like, I'll go through a lot of just more pain and mm-hmm. grit it out so I can win. Yeah. Good. I like but, that. Yeah. mentality. Yeah. So we'll see. But I know, I mean, there's people that are bigger than me. There's people that have been doing this a lot longer. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Hey, compare yourself to who you were last time. Not saying I'm better, but I'll just grit through pain. Is there anything that you're trying to improve upon from your last competition for this one? Yes. So I've I've nailed down some other movements. Um, I'm working up to a 135 overhead squat. I think that'll mm-hmm. be kind of a, a baseline weight for yeah. that type of movement if that's in the competition. Mm-hmm. I think a 135 overhead squat would be a good RX weight where I can safely assume that'll be a minimum. Okay. So I think that'll be my – that's my toughest thing right now. Um, I was just jerking, squat clean and jerking close. Uh, I was like 215, getting to 225. So – not too worried about anything really other than the overhead squat. Okay. And that's just a lot of mobility reasoning too. Good. Yeah. Is there anything you're going to do differently with your prep, what you eat, drink that day, recovery during the competition? Day day of, yeah. So day of, I'm going to have a a good breakfast, um, hour and a half, two hours before our first event. And then for most of the day, it'll be uh, fluids. Good. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, nice. I'll have like sh- uh, shakes of just proteins and carbs, um, and then I'll have some hydration liquids. Um, I have like these hydration sticks. I'll have Simply Nano. I'll have my massage gun, foam roller. Um, so I'm going to have have everything, but uh, yeah, mostly liquids. I'll probably have comp day. I'll have a little bit of candy just mm. for fast sugar, like some Mike yeah. and Ike's. Excuse for me to have Mike and Ike's too. Good. But fast sugars. Yeah. So I might have some whole foods. I'll have some bars and things. But those days, man, you're like, you maybe get an hour rest max Mm -hmm. and then it's go time again. So you don't really have time to have a full meal. It's just going to come back Mm -hmm. up. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mostly, mostly fluids except before and after the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'll do a real breakfast. Yeah. Good. So. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. There you go. Yeah. How about you? Anything else new before we get into some business talk? Uh, well, what's new with me is my business talk. So mm. we can we can just any other life things. Um. No, not not really. Things with you and Brett are good. Yeah. Yeah. Going, going well. We're taking a couple trips soon. Nice. Uh, I mean, I guess last time we recorded, yeah, we went to Pennsylvania for. Wait, did we talk about that last podcast? I, I think don't remember. so. Yeah. No, think, what, things what, are going well though. What else you got planned, trip wise? Um, so we're going to Key West down in September in October. Yeah, okay. and then think I'm going up to Michigan in August for my birthday week. Nice. Um, stay on the lake up there. I can't remember where it's at, but we're gonna. Uh, I was gonna ask. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll, yeah. So we're going up there, and then 
Yeah, man, just golfing a lot, staying active, playing tennis a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hyper focused on my on my business right now. Which hell yeah, into, let's so. get into it. Yeah, so like right now, yeah, like obviously things are going super well. Um, obviously, still still booked out to the max, still still going going uh, working working with as many clients as possible, but still dedicating meaningful time to each one. But yeah, so that's taking up a lot of my time. But we're at a very exciting tipping point of my business because. As we've discussed on this podcast multiple times, one of the biggest obstacles that I have had to overcome, and I think the next thing that's going to kind of be the next domino for my business and what what I want to do is is my website and a different different marketing channel. Because right now, a lot of my my new business comes from LinkedIn, um, Fiverr, and then obviously like referrals. So I get a lot of referrals from there. But I need to like diversify a little bit. Like if if the LinkedIn platform just dropped dead tomorrow, like I need something else, like a different marketing channel. So my motivation for doing a website would be obviously to to gain credibility and and, and have a place to send people, um, but also just another another place for people to learn about me and an, another way for me to, to to book more meetings and have people send there because I wanna. I want to make business cards soon that I can start dropping off of businesses um, in different places where my clients will be. Um, when I start making relationships with, with recruiters, I want to be able to show like when I when I start really creating these relationships with people and like reaching out to to recruiters to build relationships for them to send people to me. Mm. Um, when I start reaching out to colleges to go speak at them and do resume workshops, I need some place that's gonna like have like credibility for what I do. Like I'm, yeah. I'm really good at what I do and I've had a lot of success this past year and you go to my LinkedIn page, you'll see 20, 25 testimonials on there. So like yeah. the credibility is good on there, but I need another place that's like a, like better at showcasing what I'm doing. So anyway, like the biggest obstacle for me for making that website was creating the blueprint for it and what I'm going to put on the website. And I finally did that this past month. Nice. Like I've, I sent it to you and yep. you gave me very helpful feedback on it. But I literally have everything laid out on every page, like what each page is gonna say, where what the buttons are gonna be on each page. So I have what I need to execute everything. It's just a matter of of pulling up the Squarespace, buying the Squarespace, and mm-hmm. and, and putting everything on there. So I'm at a very uh, critical point right now because like once that once that's up, like I said, like I'm gonna be able to start reaching out to a bunch of people and getting my business cards ready. Um, and then yeah, I think it's it's a very exciting point in time right now for me um absolutely and, yeah and obviously i'm just i, I i'm a, i'm obsessed with it right now like yeah. getting as much as as good of a resume writer as i can be right now and um really being able like i feel like my work is a lot more mindful now like i'm i'm in a much better state of mind when i work now like i can block out all distractions and i've been able to get to the point where i can work from pretty much anywhere and mm-hmm. um i don't need like a, a set setting to get stuff done like i can kind of get work done from anywhere so yeah yeah nice. things are going really well that's good man yeah like that's where i'm trying to get to i have a few things where i have to be physical but at a certain point i'll be able to travel wherever and mm-hmm. do most of most of the things yeah. but uh yeah that's cool man um i think the website's really going to help uh and you can put testimonials on there mm-hmm. and don't forget rogan is sponsored by squarespace so yeah. if you use uh oh yeah rogan you save some dinero yeah that's true and so. you save a bunch of money if you like if you pay for the annual rate instead of doing that monthly mm-hmm. like i think it yeah like you save a bunch of money that way yeah so. i think it's i've done it before i need to do a new website too but uh, i think it's like a couple hundred bucks for yeah the, for the year yeah I think it's like yeah, 151. I think 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'll save money with yeah. Rogan. Yeah, and it's eighteen a month if you do monthly, so it's like a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. Even even eighteen a month, it's not bad if like yeah. that's what you gotta do. But right. yeah. Might as well save save the cash if can. Yeah. Sweet. So have you I mean I saw your um blueprint. Have you done anything further past that or now it's just that is how it is. I know you said you picked your slogan. Yeah, that is how it is, and it's just a matter of uh, starting and um, making the conscious decision to. I'm I'm currently like talking with a few people and negotiating with people in terms of if I want someone to just execute it, and build it for me, mm-hmm. but um, and then comparing it to if I would just be able to do it myself. Because right now, like the hard part is is over. Like yeah. it's just a matter of of plugging it in, and um, I think if I did it myself, it would take like. 10 hours 10 to 10 to 15 hours of meaningful work i'd say like 10 it's not bad Um, so yeah i just it's just a matter of uh kind of filtering out like making sure like do i want someone else to just do this for me or do i want to like gain the skills myself and just and just put it on there yeah save a lot of money in the process yeah yeah hmm so how would um since you kind of did the process most of the website process if someone is because you were on the you knew you needed one for a long time yeah, but kind of waited. If someone is starting their own business, how would you tell them to identify the point in time that they need a website to offer what they offer? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's it's all about marketing. Like, you got to ask yourself, like, how am I getting new business right now? Like, in what ways am I getting new business, and is it sustainable? Mm. Like, if you have if you have a blueprint in terms of like getting getting clients through a website or a social media platform or through networking and it's like sustainable then yeah I, I don't think you need a website but I think if you if you have like doubts on on whether that specific channel could be sustainable for you I think you need to build a website yeah and that's why like for me like I have a very sustainable way of getting clients but like it's social like LinkedIn which is a majority of where I get my clients it's a social media platform like yeah. who, like obviously it's very established and it's doesn't like it's going away anytime soon, but like I don't want to like bank my whole future on a on a social media platform. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Um. Just just to diversify and like, I just want to like I want to be able to market myself. Like I like the business card aspect and like, and like when I like, if you're someone who's going to be creating relationships with like influencers and like you're like reaching out to organizations and universities and establishments and you're like selling your yourself to them mm. i think you should have some type of of brand to back it up online which is where a lot of people's attention is anyway so yeah. and i feel like you could automate more <clears throat> income yeah. you know if you have if you have certain you know maybe you have resume templates that you can have people buy for like you know, four ninety nine a template. Yeah. Um, whatever it may be, where it's stuff outside of you writing a resume, where you could automate income. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you don't have to be doing the things to still make money. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, I think that's a thing that I myself am missing out on. But a good way to, it's semi passive, semi active mm-hmm. income. But again, you're kind of hands off, and it's still yeah, turning burning. Right. Nice. Yeah, yeah you'll yeah. have to let me know uh, what you decide moving forward, mm-hmm. and especially when it's live. Yeah, definitely. Because I have I've talked to enough people where they need some help on the resume, and I always give your name. I was like, all right, let me know. Like, I'll send you his info. Like, all right, and it's just like, hey, <laughs> I can just send you the website. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. and mo- most people like that's 
it's totally it totally makes sense it's totally understandable for you to want to work on your own resume you know yourself the best you know your right. accomplishments the best um it's it gets to the point where like you start to overthink things and you start to spend more time thinking about a small aspect of your resume than you should and then mm-hmm. you you bring out you're like oh like is this even worth my time to, like do myself like why not just source it out to someone else sure and like here's the question that i guess now that we're on the topic like People are like, oh, is hiring hiring a resume writer cheating? Is hiring someone to write your resume is 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 it is it dishonest? And the answer is no, because no. like a resume isn't a sample of your work. It's not like you creating this resume is like a reflection of what you're gonna do on the job, like the resume itself. It's it's a way to convey your accomplishments. Right. So that's an interesting question. Yeah. And. Look, how many people with books actually wrote their own book? Yeah. Very few. They have ghostwriters. It's the same type of thing. Yep. Sure. Like, they say they speak while a person's, like, recording, typing, all the above, but it's still paraphrased into a way that sounds like that person. Yeah. Pe- people aren't reading your book for, for your grammar. I mean, maybe, like, people are like, oh, like, this flows well. But people aren't reading your book because of the way you write your senses. They're writing. They're reading your book because of the lessons that you want to convey to them, based on your life experiences. Yeah, it's so. it's like, you know, people who have uh, secretaries, assistants, where they might sign certain things for the person they work for, because it just it's it's not worth that person's time. Mm-hmm. And. and if I'm better at doing my job than writing about how well I do my job, I'm gonna hire someone to just tell someone how good I am at doing my job. Right, right. It's not like, it, I see it as being resourceful. Yeah. It, it's There's no ethical dilemma in my mind about it. Um, it's like, it, and if you look at the types of ways other people make money, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, um, you're helping people get a job. Yeah. Yeah. So and to sum it, so yeah. So to sum it up, the, the company is not hiring you on your ability to write a resume. Yeah. They're hiring you on your ability to do the things that have been written about you in your resume. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, they take what fifteen seconds, if that. Yeah. So it's got to look good, and it's got to. You got to catch their attention. Be professional. Yeah. Yeah. You got to. You got to be able to anticipate. Anticipate where. Anticipate. That re- anticipate. Anticipate. You got to be able to anticipate where that uh, <laughs> where that recruiter's eyes are going to go on that page. And that's that's the approach I take when I write these for people. So nice. Well, Tim, we're gonna move some little more business talk. If, <laughs> do you anticipate that? <laughs> do you see where I, I gotta, was going with that? I gotta quit talking so fast. I'll <laughs> say words like that. So, did you sub out your <laughs> for I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm evolving. <laughs> <laughs> Voice cracks to Southern Twang words. There we go. Yeah, I'm interested to see what's next. Yeah. Uh, be speaking Mandarin. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So glad the business is going well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've been talking a lot about your website, so glad it's finally it's here. Yes, like sir. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna do that soon. But right now, just my thing now is sales. Yeah. So yeah, and that's um, yeah, that's the thing. You got to focus on that first. Yeah. Priorities. Like, yeah, got to make money in order to spend money to make more money. Mm-hmm. So, but going well, man, I'm having some good referrals. Um, head coach Kyle has referred me to some of the people that he's done strength work with. Um, one's down in Tennessee. So waiting to hear back from her, but her, I'm actually designing menus. Oh, um, good. Yeah, because she's like, I just don't want to think about it. Like, I just need ideas on, on what to eat. So 
um, doing that. She's got obviously her programming down um, and then got members in the gym, got a few more outside the gym. And I think some of it has, has to do with they've been around me enough where like, yes, looks aren't everything, but people see me getting stronger. I'm in good shape. Mm-hmm. I might know a few things. Yeah. Because I'm still like, I'm like, I'm the youngest dude there. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest person there. Yeah. Uh, outside of maybe like one or two people. Mm. But to most most people there, I'm still a kid. Yeah. So I've had to kind of, I think, prove my worth a little bit, not just coaching, but also me performing, like being in class yeah. with people and them seeing me progress where like, I think comparatively, I've had some quick progressions on certain things. So, yeah, you know, and that's like we were talking earlier, everything is recovery. And so I think that has attracted some attention where people are now inquiring, hey, what's what do you do with your nutrition coaching mm-hmm. and stuff? And, you know, it's interesting with Monica, I've told her to eat more food, mm-hmm. which is a very weird mental game for women, especially is eating more. Mm hmm to get the result they want and so i I had to tell her and i've talked to other clients about this now where if you're not eating enough your body is now in starvation mode it doesn't think it's getting more so it's going to hang on to what it already has because our bodies want to burn as few calories as possible Mm -hmm. it doesn't want to burn more calories um so to where eating more will tell the body hey i'm getting more i can let some go yeah and, and but that's a very like for me it's like all right just add one more meal throughout the day for you yeah I'll add another meal whatever dates in your almond butter whatever but for a lot of women which is like half of my client base right now eating more food is just mm-hmm. uh, no I I I don't want to gain weight yeah and so um, yeah I listen to a podcast about how to kind of communicate through that so Mm -hmm. uh that's that's an interesting challenge i've had some early on i've had interesting challenges but i like it because it's like okay like i'm not always going to be going in this direction with clients it's Mm -hmm. not all the same so yeah but it's picking up um i guess someone from the lacrosse team that i spoke with a few weeks back asked for my info so we'll see what that leads to um and then with nutrition coaching i was talking to my dad recently and because I've been trying to work on how to get more Simply Nano out there, how to get my coaching out there. And so Simply Nano, I'm going to try to hit more like collegiate athletic trainers, directors, mm-hmm. things like that. Because high school kids are just, you need to get the parents involved, you know, stuff yeah. like that. There's extra stakeholders. Yeah, yeah. but in terms of coaching, uh, I've we kind of talked about maybe trying to target travel team coaches. Mm for performance nutrition coaching because travel teams, those people are invested. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's where a parent might listen to that, like, oh, hey, you know, he's going to offer it to, if there's at least this many people, a group rate, you know, if the whole team, even better. But, you know, if you're interested, you can contact him directly and he can work with your son or daughter to help increase their performance using XYZ. Yeah. And so I think trying to reach out to – and the info of travel team coaches, usually you can find that. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, those people are invested in their performance and they will invest 
as much as they possibly can yeah. to make sure their kid is a better performer. Yeah. So that's good. I, I think that's the new game for each of those. But yeah. uh, other than that, yeah, things have been fortunately picking up. Good. Um, yeah, we sold the house that, that I'm living in currently, helped them finish that up. So good deal on that. Definitely a seller's market right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, now just figuring out where to go next. Yeah. Yep. It's exciting. Yeah, man, a lot of moving parts, but uh, keeping it, f- keep moving forward, and um, yeah, one day at a time. Good. Stressful, but it's one day at a time. Yeah. What you got for some book talk? Uh, book talk, yeah. So, you want to do career, career tips, or, or do you want to oh. do book talk first, and then? Let's do career tips, yeah. Yeah, let's do so, that. I know we mentioned on the last episode, but I'm going to start building in more, like, a more dedicated section to, like, giving people actionable tips building off the knowledge that I've gained with my resume writing business. And I try to take on like what my client's been asking the most about this week, whether it's about resumes, whether it's about interviews, whether it's about advancing at the company they're current, currently at, career development just in general. Um, and one thing I want to talk about today is uh, how to nail every single inter- interview answer. Like people are like, oh, how do I, how do I answer questions right in interviews? And obviously like what I tell them is, Interviews are a two-way conversation, obviously. Like, you need to ask them questions. They need to ask mm-hmm. you questions. It's a discussion. It's not – it shouldn't feel like they're drilling you with questions and you, like, spitting back answers. But, like, if you're trying to figure out, like, how to answer questions in, in a, the best way, um, it all comes down to, like, storytelling. Like, people, people are motivated. People are influenced. People are impacted to take action in, by stories. Like, you win people over by stories because they're, they're unique they pull on emotional strings. People make decisions based on emotion. So if any any answer that you give in an interview, if it can relate to a specific example or story, um, something unique, like that's that's going to separate you the best. Um, and it all starts with with being memorable. Those stories, those stories are yours. Like it's crazy that there's how many people on there? Six or seven billion people, whatever. Everyone has a different story, and everybody has a different way of how they got to that interview chair or that seat. Um, so use that to your advantage. Like use your uniqueness to your advantage. Um, and every answer should tell a story about a time that you did the thing that they're asking about. So like if they're asking you about, tell me like tell me a time you used team leadership skills or tell me a time you used emotional intelligence skills. There's like a three step or like a four step framework that you can kind of use. Um, and I was kind of looking, I was doing some research and. I was kind of trying to figure out like what the best way to orient this was and it's it's a star acronym so like situation task action result so like when they ask you a question like start with like the the situation describe a situation where there was an issue at your company there was an issue that you faced just describe the situation the present moment and then like task action if they talk about team leadership build that into your answer be like I had to use team leadership to solve this problem. I had to use this skill to solve this problem or this situation. Um, and then the action. Describe like what you did. Describe it specifically the actions you took, um, what what like the people you work with, the people you brought in to help you do this, um, specifically what you did that was unique. And then obviously the result. Describe some way that it impacted, whether it's the amount of time you saved, the amount of money you saved them, the amount of money you made them. Um, how it impacted the workplace culture that you're at, how it impacted um, the way people interact with each other, just the organization as a whole. So that's kind of how I, 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 a short answer on how, how to nail every single interview answer. Mm-hmm. Be memorable, tell stories, and then describe the situation, 
describe the task and the skills that the interviewer asked you about that you used to, to solve that problem and the actions you took and then the result. Quantify it in some way. Yeah. So. And people listening might be like, well, that's so much to remember. And I'm already like kind of in the hot seat. It's like, well, that's why you practice. That. Yeah. That's where preparation comes yeah, in. Yeah. And that's where Tim comes in. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, yeah, it's it's a different type of performance. Yeah. You know, you have to be sharp, ready to go. And, and I'm sure a lot of people will think like, oh, no, I don't have that much experience. I don't have that many good stories to tell. It's like most people by now, you had a job or two throughout high school. You had multiple jobs throughout college. You've you've had some type of different experiences where you have stories. Mm-hmm. It's just remembering what you did and, and, and those small things maybe it happened one day maybe you had a disagreement with your boss or maybe you proposed something and it went over really well mm-hmm. either one works yeah and so it's like it just you got to draw some things up and that's mm-hmm. where practicing a little brainstorming is like oh yeah that did happen that could make a little that could make a nice story in an interview and like yeah exaggerate a little bit i'm not saying a lie pump yourself up a little bit though, yeah you know um However, it's like change it to head of X Y Z, or I was in charge of, you know. Yeah, you know the words. Don't don't undersell yourself. Right, that's what I tell people. And then like building off what you said about preparation, like the best thing that I tell people to do is like write, just write it down. Like write. I'm not saying like write the entire story and what you did, but write like a couple words to like remind you and trigger that story. Mm -hmm. Like I would like, I would list out the skills that that interview or that that job requires. And then I would have a story that matches up with every single skill that they asked for. Ooh, it's good. It's so simple. Like you, you really don't have to spend a lot of time writing out the specifics. Just, you know, the story, then you can just pick up on it. Just have something to refer to. And you can bring that into the interview with you. Like you're not going to get points doc- docked off if you if you bring in paper interview. Like you should always like at the beginning of any, every interview, you should gain permission from the interviewer and be like, "Hey, is it okay if I take notes on our discussion? I, I really want to. This job is really important to me. I really want to make sure that I am I'm taking what you say and, and remembering it." So yeah, and and look, show up with a professional binder. Yeah, you know th- those are so like that's such a thing mm-hmm. where having one of those you can have your notes written in it as you're taking notes but you have your personal notes on the same page where you can kind of have it all in front of you ready to go mm-hmm. and none the wiser you got permission to take notes you have your notes already your bullet points whatever you need hey this skill this skill that story that story done yeah so yeah i think that's great man mm-hmm. um my tips are just going to be two quick things for for weight loss. You know, I have a few weight loss clients now, and everyone's going to react a little different. But if you're just kind of fresh starting out, you kind of work out, kind of don't. Uh, two biggest things: weight train two to three days a week. You can do full body, in and out in an hour, and then eat whole foods. Eat as much whole foods as you can. Um, it's easy to consume a lot more extra calories when we have, you know too much liquids or shakes i mean you know a cappuccino or something from starbucks is like yeah six seven eight hundred calories that still counts yeah um so yeah so what qualifies as a whole food like can you give an example stuff of like, like you know eating chicken or if you do something with ground meat like mm-hmm. making food um yeah so foods that aren't empty calories is what uh i mean is. yes and no calories are calories but like getting 
less processed things. Okay. So like I love deli meats, but I don't do a lot of deli meats. It's processed okay. meat. So the more like, I guess, raw in the raw state, so ground meats, um, carbs like quinoas, rices, mm-hmm. you know, pasta fits its well with you, things like that, where you're eating real food. Mm-hmm. It's not like nothing but snacks and then bars and, and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I know convenience factors too. Yeah. So it's, some people don't like to cook. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think whole food meals and weight training two to three days a week, you're going to see your weight drop significantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And it, if you're over-consuming, adding more whole foods, you'll probably kind of balance things out because mm-hmm. you'll be fuller. More nutrients too. It's just real food is nutrient dense. Yeah. Yeah, so those are two great tips. Quick, easy things. I say they're easy, but they're not always easy. So yeah. start two days a week of weight training and go from there. Okay, good. Book talk. Book talk. Down and nerdy with it. Let us get it. I'm going to talk about Gary V and authenticity. That's, oh, I like that guy. Look at this. Um, yeah, one thing, and I know I think I brought him up an episode or two ago talking about creating great content, and I've been more consistent with content, and making sure it's stuff that like I would actually talk and post about. So um, performance, recovery, you know, weight training, nutrition, like that's just, that's who I am. That's what I like to do. Um, You know, I've added things I didn't know, like I'm in CBD and then helping my friend Kyle with his CBD drink. But it's like, that's just stuff I'm genuinely interested in. And, and, and like learning about and doing. But yeah, coaching, like that's what I post the most about. Podcast, we have a podcast. And so I'm making sure what I post is just like, that's, I am what people are going to get. Mm-hmm. There's really like, there's no crazy surprises. Um, except my spectrum of music genres I'll listen to, that's, that shocks some people. <laughs> I'll go from disturbed to, you know, real sad country. But it's funny. I was doing double unders and listening to my country playlist. Grace Lear came on. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll practice some double unders. Do a little, little Grace Lear. Um, but yeah, authenticity. And it's just I've over the last couple of years, I think, made sure I was more consistent, um, where people weren't guessing what version of me they were gonna get. Now mm-hmm. I just I've really practiced on being consistently me, from social media to real life, like. I am who I am. Yeah. I'm a wise guy. I'll take something seriously myself, not all the time. But, you know, like, yeah, I'm a coach. I like all this shit. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Be authentic. Mm hmm. Yeah. Going back to what you said before as well, like, with you just like looking better and you like showing that you're healthy, like, in the eyes of other people, like, your, your body and the way you carry yourself and your energy level, like it's your proof of concept for your business. Mm. So like mm-hmm. you, I mean, you are a walk, a walking, I don't know, like marketing tactic. Like, yeah, I don't know if I phrased that right, yeah. but like people will see, um, and that comes out in your personality too, like how genuine you are and, um, c- consistency with like your regimen, but also who you are as a person. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm not saying I won't go out and drink, shoot some pool and get mad about losing too. <laughs> Yeah. All right, what you got, man? Yeah, so I am going to talk about You uh, Inc., You Incorporated by Harry Beckwith. And the section of his book talks about, like, what, what people buy and, like, what people value. And 
before I was I was talking about in my previous in the previous section about how people uh, buy on emotion and buy on stories, and that and that kind of goes into this. Like in this book, he says like life is a sale, and the path to success is at both living and selling it. it no, it says the path to success at both living and selling is the same. Like they're synonymous. Mm. So like whether you're convincing someone to buy your product or your service, whether you're convincing someone to uh, like spend time with you or like be worthy of their time, or whether you're convincing someone to whatever, like go out to eat or something, just like the small and like the, the meaningful things. Mm-hmm. Um, but like going back to like your, from a professional standpoint, like if you're selling a business, a product or selling yourself in an interview, like people value and they will pay more for the way you make them feel. And this is what this book talks about. Um, and and what, how, what I took away from this is like, you can use both your knowledge and your confidence to put people at ease. Like people, people go for you. I mean, if people are going to you for insights that they don't know about, you can you can put them at ease and influence them and win them over by utilizing like your preparation, your knowledge, and going along that your confidence. Like, mm-hmm. and you do that by doing your homework and out outworking your competition by reading, um, staying up to date on industry trends, uh, knowledge on things you've learned through experience. Um, that's what people buy. Like, the more you can build that stuff into you, like. When, when people sense that you're prepared and you've invested time into learning the knowledge that's going to be valuable to them, that's going to put them at ease. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what people buy. So that's what I took away from that. And that's kind of how, that, that's how, I, that's how I approach my business. Like I don't go into a single call without doing homework on that person. Like yeah. I'm never going to talk to a person without knowing about them. That's why I always ask someone like, can you please send me, if you have one, please send me your, re- your resume over ahead of time so I can learn about what you've been doing. Yeah. Um, I always look them up on LinkedIn. I'm not saying I go on their Instagram and stalk them, but like I learn about what they've done in their career. That's what career. Facebook is for. Yeah. I learn about what they've done in their career and that gives me context as to the, the knowledge I can provide from people who have worked in that same field before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also ask them meaningful questions that's going to get them talking about what they've been doing in the past and yeah. help them realize treasures about themselves that they would have never even realized before. So Yeah. Yeah. I love the the confidence with the knowledge because I think you and I have both experienced that where you just, you know what you know. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know a lot about our industries, but we know a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and where if someone's talking to you and you're like, oh man, he really knows his stuff. Like he's pretty sure about this. Mm-hmm. I think it can also give a sense of kind of back to our conversation with Tim Roberts, where it's like, don't be desperate for the business. Mm-hmm. Like it, you're playing for the question of, oh, wait, can you help me? Yeah. And he's like, you'll be fine without their business. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you won't be, if you really need their business. And so I think having that level of confidence will also give off to a person of, oh man, he just, he's trudging right along, like with or without me, he's, he's solid. Yeah. Man, he's good. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe they got something here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that, the knowledge with the confidence um, to put people at ease. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, you incorporated Harry Beckwith. All righty. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And until next time, we are out. Mm